0: Welcome to the Dream Job System, the only podcast that provides proven, tangible strategies to help you land a job you love without traditional experience and without applying online. Get ready to level up your job search with your host, Austin Belsack. Hey, everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dream Job System Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Belsack. And in this episode, I'm going to share 10 pieces of career advice that I know now at the age of 31 that I wish I knew at the age of 18. And frankly, these are going to be applicable no matter where you are in your career. But I always think this is a fun prompt because we learn so much as we progress through our lives and our careers. And especially with that gap, you know, a little over 10 years, there are a lot of learnings jam packed in here. So I reflected on this recently. I wrote up a Twitter thread on it and I wanted to share those 10 pieces. Pieces of advice with you in hopes that at least a couple of them resonate and may shift the way you're thinking about things and help you break through a barrier and all that good stuff. So without further ado, let's dive in. The first piece of advice is that if the subjects you cover in school aren't exciting to you, find ways to get involved in things that are. So I really struggled with this because so many courses that I was forced to take in school as part of the curriculum didn't resonate with me, but I didn't really get out there and explore other stuff. And when you're in school, it feels like you don't have a lot of time, but you actually have a ton of time, especially compared to when you graduate, you enter the real world it only gets more constrained as you try to grow your career, as you eventually you know, maybe have kids or expand your relationships and all that good stuff. So when you're in school, if you can get out there and take courses or read books or start projects or find online communities that are aligned with things you're interested in, that is really what's going to accelerate your finding of your passion and your purpose. And that is the easiest way to know what you want to do. And the earlier you know what you want to do, the easier your career is going to be. So many people struggle with not having that clarity in that North Star, and they spend so much of their professional lives trying to find it. And it's so much harder when you're actually out there working in a job to switch because you basically have to switch your entire job versus in school, you already have your classes and your curriculum, and then you're free to go try out all of these other things. So you should absolutely go do that, especially if you're not being fulfilled by the curriculum. Number two is to get in the habit of having a side project. So, take something that genuinely interests you and find ways to apply it to the real world. For example, if you love photography, start an Instagram page and share it, and then try to learn how to grow that Instagram page and your brand as a photographer. If you create jewelry, get out there and sell it on Etsy and learn what it's like to run an Etsy store and run a physical product business. All of these things look amazing on resumes. They can help you generate income, but most importantly, they are going to expose you to a really, really broad range of skill sets that it's going to become super valuable as you enter the real world and as you continue through the real world. Because if you have to get out there and learn how to market your skills and your passions, you can do that for anything that you're passionate about. And if you learn the ins and outs of starting a business and running a business, which isn't just creating a product and selling it, but it is fulfillment, it is marketing, it is customer support, it is working with your accountant to make sure your taxes are, are figured out. If you get comfortable with that, you can start anything, you can start any project, project and potentially turn it into a business. All of that is so powerful. And it looks great on a resume, even if you don't want to do your own thing. So side projects are one of the easiest ways to accelerate your career. Number three is to reach out to anyone and everyone and to aim big. So CEOs, entrepreneurs, alumni from your school, think about who inspires you, make a list of those people and email one person on that list every single day. If they don't reply or they say no, you're in the exact same place you are right now. But if they do, if they come back and they say yes, they will connect with you, they will chat with you, the sky is the limit. And you don't need a lot of yeses in order to have a huge impact on your career. And I think you'd actually be surprised at how many of these people are willing to say yes to you if you simply just reach out. The only way to guarantee that none of these people will connect with you is by not reaching out in the first place. Number four is to understand that failure is a part of the process. So we live in a world that glorifies highlights. You go on social media and you basically see a curated highlight reel of other people's lives. And the same is true when you go out there and you read articles, you know, you go to Forbes or you go to Medium or you go on any social platform and you read this content, it's all the wins, it's all the highlights, it's all the end results. And what you don't see is how many times these people have failed. And the truth is any successful person that you are looking up to, they have failed many, 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 many times before they eventually saw that success. And the reason they saw the success is likely due to all of the failures and mistakes that they made before, because failures are lessons, they are experience. So you shouldn't shy away from them. You shouldn't worry about taking action on something because it might be a waste of time or because you might fail at it. Instead, you should seek out those things because those are going to give you the lessons that you need to level up. So the more you fail, the more you test, the more you experiment, the more you're going to learn and the faster you're going to accelerate your career. Number five is to only take advice from people who already have what you want. So if you followed me for any period of time, you know that this is my favorite piece of advice. And it's so true because parents, friends, teachers, et cetera, they have your best interests at heart, but they typically won't understand your goals. And they also want to protect you. So the problem is when you want to do something, when you have an ambitious goal and you want to achieve something great, that's going to take risk. And your friends and your parents, they don't want to see you put in a risky place. They want you to be comfortable. They want you to be happy. And that creates a little bit of a disconnect or some friction because you want to achieve this thing, because you know that thing will make you happy, because you really want to chase it. You feel it deep inside. And parents, friends, etc. will say, well, is that really a good idea? Or is that the safest bet? Or is that actually really what you want to do? And that stops so many people from chasing their dreams. So, you can take those people's advice of course they are wonderful people but you need to take it with a grain of salt and you need to take it in addition to people who have already walked the path that you are trying to walk so if you're trying to change careers go find somebody else who is working at your target company who got there via a career change if you want to start a specific type of business go find somebody who started that specific type of business hopefully somebody who came from a similar background if you want to run a marathon in less than three hours Go find some people who are running marathons in under three hours and learn from them, connect with them, et cetera. I share those examples to say that this applies to pretty much anything that you wanna do in life. The folks who've gone out there and actually achieved the goal you are trying to achieve are going to be the best people to learn from, even if it requires a little bit of work to connect with them. Number six is the squeaky wheel gets the grease. If you need a job, you need to let people know that you're in the market. If you think you deserve a raise, you need to go ask your manager for that raise. If you want a promotion, you need to tell management that you want that promotion. Results definitely play a big role in success, but they're typically not enough on their own. You need to be vocal and you need to advocate for what you want. I can't tell you how many people I've seen in my career, people that I've worked with, people that I've been friends with, who have been passed over for promotions or who haven't gotten raises that they deserve simply because they thought that if they kept their head down and they did the work, Everything else would come. And that's simply not the case. It's the person who is the most vocal and who has the results and who has the experience. That's the person who's going to win out. So while you're putting your head down and doing that work and getting the results, you also need to pick your head up sometimes and you need to be vocal about what you want across the board in life because people can't help you if they don't know A, that you need help and B, what you need help with. So make sure that those things are clear to the people who can have that impact over the goals that you're trying to achieve. Number seven is that experience is worth more than money early on. The more experience that you get upfront in your career, the higher your earning potential down the road. So the way that I like to view this is that you should optimize for learning in your 20s, you should optimize for salary in your 30s, And then you should optimize for assets in your 40s and beyond. And basically what this trajectory allows you to do is spend your 20s getting out there and soaking up as much knowledge and experience as you possibly can. Because the more experience and knowledge that you have, the better idea you're going to have of where you want to go and what you're capable of doing. And the more likely you are to achieve those goals because you have those skill sets. And that's going to lead to a big, big jump in salary in your 30s. And the reason why it's more important to focus on this in your 30s is because typically when you have, you know, eight, nine, 10 years of experience under your belt, those are the roles that are going to pay you the most, the roles in your 30s. And you're going to be able to get a couple of different roles. Once you start to get at the very top of the ladder, which typically happens, you know, in your 40s, 50s, 60s, etc. You're not going to be changing jobs very frequently. And there isn't really anywhere else to go. You know, if you're a VP, the next level up is going to be the C level, right? And so that is a tough nut to crack. And there are certain circumstances that need to happen in order for that to be the case. And you're also not going to go switch into a new VP role every two years or whatever it is. That's just not the way it works. Whereas in your 30s, when you're climbing from potentially individual contributor to mid-management to upper management to then an executive level position, you can make some really, really substantial salary gains. And that's what you want to focus on in your 30s. And you're going to be well positioned to win those roles because of all the experience you gained in your 20s. And then you're going to take all that money and then you're going to invest it in assets. So these are things that are going to make money for you effectively while you sleep, or at least in addition to your nine to five job. So you can invest in real estate, you can invest in the market, you can invest in building businesses, you can invest in businesses. And all these things are going to make you money without you having to invest a serious amount of time, or they're going to make you money because they allowed you to free yourself from the nine to five world and allowed you to go pursue your passion and do something else. All of those are amazing things. But if you really want to create financial security, you need more than one source of income. And so that's what we're looking to do here, gain experience, convert that experience into a really, really high salary, and then take those additional dollars that you have and invest them in assets that will continue to make you more money. Number eight is to aim to be the most helpful person in the room. Most people wanna be the smartest person in the room. And frankly, that's not helping anyone, including yourself. Instead, if you focus on being the most helpful person in the room, you are going to create a ton of success for yourself because the more you give to others, the more social capital you have in those relationships. And I found that when I give freely, when I don't hold back on the value that I share to others, it comes back tenfold because people see you as a giver and they naturally wanna reciprocate and they wanna reciprocate at a higher level than what you did for them. And so if you keep investing in those relationships, you keep giving, 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 and building up that social capital, the returns are going to be huge. So always aim to be the most helpful person in the room to as many people in the room as you possibly can. Number nine is to work hard, but not at the expense of living your life. So you need to work hard to win. There is no getting around that. There are no shortcuts, there are no hacks to true foundational long-term success. But working hard doesn't mean that you should work Past the point of burnout. It doesn't mean that you should be sacrificing sleep or working till three in the morning. It doesn't mean that you should be missing time and experiences with your friends and family. It doesn't mean that you should be missing out on life. You can always slow down and ramp up work. There's always going to be more work. There will always be more projects. There's always going to be more things to do, but you cannot get back time and you cannot get back precious experiences. So absolutely work hard. But make sure you're working smart and hard and make sure that you are not working hard at the expense of missing out on so many of the amazing things that life and relationships and people in your life have to offer. And then last but not least, number 10, you are the CEO of your career and your life. So work is effectively a business transaction. Of course, it is amazing to love what you do. And I hope that everybody listening to this finds a job that they are super excited about, that aligns with their passions and their values. That is absolutely what I want for you. But at the end of the day, it still is a business transaction. And I don't want you to let those feelings cloud the fact that companies will always do what's in their best interest. So you should feel empowered to do what's in your best interest. I've seen so many people make the mistake of saying, well, the company has done X for me, so I should stick around or I shouldn't job search right now or I should ride out this hard time. And they do that. And then it comes around to bite them in the butt they're passed over for a promotion, they're laid off, their role is restructured, and they're doing something totally different. And all of a sudden, all that loyalty that they thought they were building up that would pay dividends for them doesn't matter because at the end of the day, the company is a business and the CEO of that company is making decisions that are in the best interest of the business. So you need to do the same thing for your career and your life. And if you do that, if you take that ownership into your control, you are going to be so much better for it and you are going to see so much more success. So those are the 10 pieces of career advice that I know now at the age of 31 that I wish I knew at 18. But if you want to dive deeper into these and you want to see how they fit into a job search system that's going to allow you to get a job that plays into all these pieces of advice, I'm hosting a free masterclass called How to Land Your Dream Job in 10 Weeks Without Applying Online. We're gonna break down my entire job search system for landing a job you love without applying online and it is 100% free. So you can sign up at cultivatedculture.com forward slash masterclass. The link is below in the show notes. So hopefully we'll see you there, but either way, I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast.